Welcome, everybody, to Mike and Dave Hit the Stage. I am Mike. And I am Dave. Today we are doing uh, songs used perfectly in movies. Episode 22. Woof! It's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't believe we've, uh, we've done 20. Well, we're about to do 22. 22. The, this is going to be the first time we're actually using movies and media. Yeah. Along with, you know, our normal, normally we do music videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. If they, if they're there this time, we're specifically going YouTube for this. Yeah. These are all YouTube clips. Yeah. Cause, uh, we try to do YouTube music, but, uh, it, it blacked a lot of them out. Yeah. It, it wasn't available for music because these are movie scenes. Yeah. And they're very, the ones I picked are pretty specific to those. Right. Scenes. Yeah. The, yours, yours definitely didn't come out like mine did. Well, different, different perspective. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yours was. I'm a little stupid. I don't know. You have don't you like seen Have you seen all these movies, by the way? Uh, every but one. Uh, me too. I have not seen uh, the Crow. I think I have seen the Crow. Maybe I did see the Crow, but a long time ago. <laughs> what? I'm mad at you. Why? That you haven't seen the Crow. It's not. It's not my it, type it, of music. It, music movie movie. Weren't Why? you an angsty teen at some point? Yeah, but that was too. I don't know. It's surprisingly good. Is it? It is. Is that? I'm, I'm not one to defend goth stuff. Yeah, it's it's good. Now, did the, 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 they made another one too? Right? Or they made th they made more than more than three, they and there was a TV series. Really? Yeah. The problem is Brandon Lee, the star, right, uh, died during the filming of this. Right. He got shot. He right? got shot by another actor using a gun filled with blanks. Rust style. Uh, no. <laughs> No, that, <laughs> that was, was a, a different point. kind of catastrophe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened with Rust. Yeah. This was like okay, there's a there's a, a thing in martial arts community that the Lee family's cursed. That's what I heard, yeah. Because Bruce Lee died mysteriously. Right. There's theories that we he was poisoned. Okay. He had made a lot of people angry. Uh Brandon Lee, it was a freak accident. Uh -huh. It was completely like the wadding from one blank got stuck in the barrel and then the next bullet was chambered, and when they fired that, it acted as a bullet, firing the wadding at him. That thing could kill you? Oh, yeah. Isn't it like, I, th I think of wadding, I think of like wax or something. There was a there was an actor named uh, John Eric Hexum. Uh-huh. He was in some TV show. He was model slash actor. Okay. And he was showing somebody how blanks work and put the gun to his head and blew a chunk of his own skull into his brain and killed himself. Nice. Well, not nice, but I Blanks mean. are dangerous. Yeah. All firearms should be treated as dangerous mm -hmm. until you are sure they're empty and you still treat them as dangerous. I just realized we're talking about one of the movies and we haven't even gotten to it yet. Yeah. We're not there. <laughs> yeah. It's not even the first song. It's Hold, not even the first one. No. <laughs> we're idiots. So uh, erase all that. Yeah, right. Here we go. First one is from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. This is Queen... Don't stop me now. Right. Have you seen this? Of course I have. Is it not the greatest, one of the it's, greatest movies it's ever made? The, it's the best zombie movie. Yeah. You yeah. know, all the horror stuff is great, mm -hmm. but Edgar Wright does movies the right way. Baby Driver. Mm. I never saw Baby Driver. Another, you should. I, but I've heard, I've heard mixed reviews about it. I've heard people who don't like it at all, and I've heard people who love it. Those people are douchebags. The people who love it? No, the people who don't like it. <laughs> um... So, I, I do love it, and I am a douchebag. So that's inc that's incidentally correct. <laughs> so when we did this, when we picked this uh, uh, this list, this was the first movie I thought of because this scene stuck out to me as soon as I saw the movie. 
Now, I don't know if you know this about Edgar Wright. Every movie, mm-hmm. he has a fight scene or an action scene uh-huh. set to music. Does he? Every single one. What was it in Hot Fuzz? Hot Fuzz? Yeah. Half the movie. Oh, was it? I don't I have no idea. I don't remember. The the end of the movie is set to music. Uh uh-huh. um, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. The end of the world I don't really remember too well. But yeah. I know there was one in there. Have to, we'll have to go back and find out. My favorite is Baby Driver. There's several scenes set to music. Uh-huh. And it's because he got that idea from a music video he did for a band in okay. England. Where he had Noel Felding from The Mighty Boosh singing and dancing in a car while guys are out robbing something. Mm-hmm. And that's the music video. Okay. They're not the guys robbing a bank. Just him in there dancing and uh-huh. pretending to be cool. Just he made a whole movie based on that. <laughs> and that I love that. Yeah. But uh this is it's rhythmic beating. Yes. It's it's dance dance revolution with with pool cues it, and then the lights, he's doing and the lights. It's it's such a good movie and it's so stupid. Yes. Come and on, the first for, thing when it first started he, t- he tells David to kill the queen and he's like, "What? The, the jukebox. <laughs> kill the queen. What? You know that the reason they did that is cuz it's illegal to say in England. Is it? I yeah. didn't know it was illegal to say. That's where the joke God Save the Queen comes from. Oh, okay. Because somebody's going to try to kill her. Right, right. So it's just, it's such a good scene. That song, it's one of the one of the better Queen songs. They're, right. All Queen songs are pretty good, but it's one of the more upbeat sounding ones. And it's it's also technically the, the, the last feel-good part of the movie. Yes. Because after that, it goes it downhill get, fast. It, it backslides yeah. hard. Right. You know, I mean... Uh, it's one of those things you don't want to give away spoilers. I know, do I spoil it? No. Um, Well, it's an apocalypse movie. Right. There's no way that it ends amazingly. Right, right. Not my favorite movie ending in an apocalypse, Uh but not not the worst one either. Yeah. The the greatest one is actually a Stephen King book. Which one? The Stand? No, no, Stand sucks. I don't know. The book is amazing. The movies all have... I don't know. I don't know. No, he did one... Now I forget the name of it. Come on now, Dave. (laughs) No, it was um, Thomas Jane played a father and son duo. Uh-huh. They're locked in a grocery store. I the Mist. Oh, oh it was okay. Directed by a two uh, two time uh, Academy Award winner. Oh, is that the one? Where, like, like he kills like the, the whatever, whole, and, yeah. and then and then the Mist disappears, and then like, the military shows up and saves the day. Yeah, <laughs> and it's already too late. Yeah, that's why Stephen King is evil. Yeah, he's the best. Is that but, does that movie end the same way the book does? Because I've never I've never re- read the book. I've never read any. I've never read any Stephen King. I I won't judge you for that. Yeah. A lot of people haven't. I've read a few. My mom got me into Stephen King books. Yeah. Um. I don't recommend it if you like sleeping. Yeah. So. Whatever. If you're an insomniac, read Christine. Yeah. Oh, why it's boring. No, it's great. You, if, if you're not sleeping, you might as well just enjoy oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant if you're an insomniac and you want to fall asleep. No, if you're an insomniac and you want to use that time effectively. Yeah, read Christine. Read Christine. It's okay. amazing. I gotcha. So, now the important uh, part of this. What's that? He's singing about doing something that he shouldn't be doing. Uh-huh. Don't stop me now because I'm, I'm having, having a good time. A good time, yeah. We know what he was doing. <laughs> Poppers and dudes. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. not something he shouldn't be doing. It's, well... well well, societally. No, it was more of a, like, I know I'm probably going to pay for this later. And unfortunately. Yeah. Very unfortunately, he did. Mm. It was bad. Yeah. Is yeah. that really what that song's about? I've never really thought Who about knows? it. Who knows? Yeah. Just remember. He also wrote about riding a bicycle. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Bike rhymes with Mike and what? There you go. Come on now. <laughs> no, the really the really good one is actually when you think about Bohemian Rhapsody. Nothing it's nine right. minutes long. There's no chorus. Yeah. How do they come up with this song? I don't know. And it goes to the theory that Freddie Mercury was a siren. <laughs> just singing amazing songs. <laughs> no rhyme or reason, just luring people in. Yeah, yeah. All right. Did I I saw your eyes get wide when I said it. You were like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like I told you Toto's Africa was about werewolves. <laughs> no, I knew that one. No, I know you knew I that I knew one. that one. All right. So, yeah, this it doesn't get much more perfect than Shaun of the Dead. Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Queen, Nick Frost, Queen, all mixed together. And all those actors were in a show called Spaced yes. in England. It is such a dorky show. I never saw it. It's actually really good. I, 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 I it's not my it. favorite British show. Yeah. But it's close. Yeah. It's it's close to my heart. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on to Joe Esposito with You're the Best Around from Karate Kid. Come on. If there's a second place for this. This is well, no. This is. I mean, this could be neck and neck, really. It really, it's, it's literally. They play the whole song. Yes, the solo and everything. <laughs> and I have notes. It's so good. So the fat guy getting kicked in the gut is the highlight of the scene. <laughs> it is also the reason I got into karate. <laughs> I well, swear well, to God, you, I'm like, he can yourself. do it. You get kicked in the gut. Well, he was in it. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, to, to you got to fuck up to do it. <laughs> uh. No one in this movie uh-huh. actually knew karate. Not one of them. Even, yeah? None of them. They all had to be trained. And the ref in that scene mm-hmm. is the guy, who, the fight coordinator for that movie. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, he's a legit stuntman, legit martial artist. Right, right. Wrote for Black Belt Magazine. Uh-huh. Um, I love this movie. Oh, Karate Kid's the best. It's, it's one of the perfect summertime 80s movies. Right. And it still kind of holds up if you watch it. Well, yeah. They they they, sp- they uh, did a whole spinoff of it. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is awesome. And it's amazing. Yeah. I hate how amazing it is. I, it, the first the first season was... It, it, it almost knew that it was cheesy. Yes. It knew. It, it, it took itself... It didn't take itself seriously. Which is what's the perfect thing about it. And then they started bringing characters in. Yeah. Other pe- people from previous Previous movies. movies. And yeah. there's only like two people left for them to bring in. Who's left? You already brought in uh, Terry Silver. You Michael brought... Ironside and um, um, oh, what's her name? Hillary Swank. Oh, yeah. The bad did... guy from Karate Kid 3 and the... And the new Karate Kid. Yeah, that's the it. The next Karate Kid, whatever yeah, it was. Whatever, whatever her name was. Yeah. Four. This is Karate yeah. Kid 4, basically. We're going to leave Jaden Smith out of there. He doesn't count. Yeah. Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith don't count. Right. They're a different universe. That was terrible. Yeah. I didn't even see it. It was Karate Kid and they were, he was teaching that kid Kung Fu. Really? Yeah. So it was Kung Fu Kid. Not even close. Kung Fu Panda. It was terrible. Kung Fu Panda is amazing. <laughs> also, Jack Black. Yes. It's it's amazing. I just I just realized it. This is how we get on rolls. We just start rambling <laughs> about things we like until something happens. <laughs> one of us says something stupid, and the other goes, ah! ah! Hang on, I got it. So yeah, this other funny thing. In the background, hmm. you can see the other members of Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh, not in this scene, but in that movie, is Andrew Shu. Elizabeth Shue's brother okay. is a member of Cobra. I wouldn't even know who he was. He's an actor. He was an actor in the 80s. Yeah. And LeVar from uh, yes. Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Nerds. Nerds. Yes. I'm like, hey, good. It was good he was doing something before college. <laughs> I'm glad he was able to go to college and become himself. Yeah, yeah. 
Have you ever heard the theory about Johnny Lawrence? Oh, no. No, I don't think I have. Uh, Pat Oswalt goes through this long story. Yeah. About him. Every movie he was in in the 80s is the same character. He was in more than just The Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. No, he's in a couple of movies. I've had... I, I so he goes no to this to the ski resort and tries to start over and be the cool guy. And yeah. Some person embarrasses the shit out of him. And then he becomes... He was in uh, the Rodney Dangerfield movie where he was a, a diver. Back to school? Yeah. He was? Yeah, he was in that. I mean, this I old man see. embarrasses him. He moves to a new place and starts over. Right. He ends up being the gimp in the box from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. It's so fucking stupid. That's not true that he is. No, is no, there's none of that. <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy if that was the actor. Because the last thing he says, and with the sweet release of the sword, he says, finally. <laughs> so, yeah, this it's it's amazing. Yeah, um, and, and it's and it's Karate Kid, so you can't go wrong. So we're going to go to the next the next scene. Ooh, we're moving. We're yeah. moving today. Because we got some of these have more notes than others. Okay. You know, perfect scenes are perfect scenes. Right. Imperfect ones we got to talk about. The next one is perfect. I don't know how to describe it better. Oh. Go now ahead. you you had uh, trouble identifying the artist. Right. I know. I know. I know. I know it. I just I, you I didn't couldn't... know you knew it. Right. So this is "Come and Get Your Love" by Redbone from Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the intro of Star Lord. Now. Let me tell you something, and I'm sure everybody had this. They picked the perfect way to introduce characters that almost nobody knew. And nobody cared about. Because coming into this movie, literally, I think I said it to Mary Jane when we were watching. I was like, you think this is going to be any good? I was like, I don't even know who these people are. Everybody knows, you know, Iron Man and, and Captain America. Even if you don't read comics, you know the names. Well, it's funny that. These movies only exist because nobody would buy those rights. Which the Guardians of the Galaxy or No, just the the MCU as we know it. Right. The initial MCU, the first ten movies. Right. Only exist because nobody would buy the rights to those characters. Well the funny thing is, is when it first started, oh after Iron Man, because even Iron Man, but then they went and made a Captain America movie, and I was like, How can you make a Captain America movie exciting? So what happened is in the nineties they were going bankrupt. I saw fast. that they made shitty ass movies. Well, they were making they were making before that they yeah. were making shitty movies because they sold off the rights just to yeah to other companies right just to have money to maintain the comic book company right. So they sold off the rights to Spider Man to Sony yeah um, the Hulk uh, it was the Hulk Ghost Rider Punisher then Fantastic Four to Fox yeah or Universal Universal like, I think yeah oh uh, the Hulk was Universal and the others were Fox Fox and then. Um, Fox got X-Men yeah. and a few others. And they bought those rights. And they had the options to buy Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. And they're like, who wants these characters from the 50s and 60s that nobody gives a shit about? Yeah. So when Marvel's like, we need to do something movie-wise, what do we have? We have Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. We have the basis of the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And they had Ant-Man. But nobody uses Ant-Man. Right. Because Ant-Man's a weak character story-wise. Right. They found a way to make it better, but... Just doing Iron Man, they they really pulled they pulled out of thin air. Well, Iron Man originally wasn't part of the Avengers, the, the MCU. No, the MCU. It was supposed to be separate. Yeah, that's right. It was. It was. The well, Hulk. then they sold them to Disney. No, 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 no. You're thinking that, of the Hulk. No, that was not the first Iron Man. Was not Disney. Yes, it, uh, no, it wasn't Disney because no. they hadn't bought. They didn't buy until after the second or third Thor movie. Really? They bought later. Yeah, Disney got involved more recently than you think. Really? Okay. Um, the uh, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man were all done by Marvel. Yeah, by themselves. Oh, by themselves. Okay, but 
um, when they did the first Hulk movie, mm-hmm. the the Eric Bana one, terrible, terrible, and done by Universal. Then they tried to do it again with uh, Ed, Ed Norton. Norton, yeah, and it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't terrible, but it could have been better. Mm-hmm. And then now they haven't done a solo Hulk film because Universal still owns the rights. Yeah, and they're allowing them to use it as long as he's not the main character. Same thing as Spider Man. Yes, but the the sharing is different. Yeah. Because Sony, Sony's actually heavily involved in the making, in the making of the, the solo Spider-Man. the profits. Yeah. You know, Universal's getting something, but not nearly what Sony's getting. Yeah. So Sony, they're never giving that up without a fight. Yeah. They're going to have to buy Sony to get Spider-Man back. Yeah. Mind, mind you, the PS3, you remember the PS3? Yeah. The, the logo on the PS3 was the Spider-Man font. Yes. From the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. That's one of the reasons they used it. Yeah. Because they had access to it, and they're like, fuck it. Yeah. Free advertising. Every every home is going to have this yeah. written in it. So getting back to this, the perfect way to introduce characters that you don't know, uh, right? And to set the tone of the movie. Absolutely, this is not going to be serious at all. This Which, is going to be. I don't know how the third one's going to be. No, I heard the, ter- the third one's going to be brutal. Yeah, but the second one starts very similarly, right? With Groot dancing. And mm-hmm. Well, that was it. Was it was a toss up between that because my kids loved that second one. When it we was, watched, it was great. When we watched Guardian of the Galaxy two, before the movie had started, we had to play that scene about four or five times so my kids could watch Baby Groot dance. By the way, they're geniuses by making Groot a baby again. Yes. you know what I mean. Like, like starting, starting over, starting him over. Yeah, is great because all the kids sucked it up, man. That's the same thing. But but Disney is so good at that. My, my wife, Baby loves Yoda. It. You know, it's it's my wife and son both love that. Yeah. The uh, the. Specifically, Groot is a great character because he's supposed to be like one of the last of his people. Mm-hmm. And if you read the comics, that I am Groot is actually a degenerative a dis- a, right. disorder. Yeah, he, that's all. So he that's can say. all he's left saying. But he's speaking. Yeah, but that's what's coming. Well, that's out. well, that's why Rocket can understand him. And the the Universal translators that they have, they have translator uh, implants. Is that really what it yeah. actually mentions it in the uh, when they're being um, processed? Yeah, by the Nova Corps. Yeah, it says Universal translator chip. Ah. That's why he's able to... He just hadn't heard Groot yet. Yeah. So it had to update. That's uh-huh. why by the next movie, he, he understands understand him completely. Uh-huh. It's cr- it's crazy what they thought of. It, it, you know, and, and it's funny is everybody makes fun of the, you know, the comic book movies, but they put a lot of thought into it. They put a lot of forethought. Yeah. Um, one like of the background things, stuff. Like, I mean, in, in Iron Man, I think forget if it was Iron Man 1 or 2, in the background you see uh, Captain America's shield. And, that you know, was actually the Hulk. Was it the Hulk? I know it's one. And in Iron Man 2, you see the prototype. Yeah. And the prototype is not a complete shield. Right. It's, and it's yeah. joke, he uses it to prop up a t- like a, yeah. a pipe. And I don't think it's painted, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's still just vi- vibranium or whatever. Yeah. Not even vibranium. It's just the frame. Well, yeah. That's, we're such fucking dorks. I know. But I still say comic books and heavy metal go heavy together. Okay. They go, they all in. Yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man's soundtrack, beyond just having Iron Man in, in right, it, right. had great stuff. Iron Man 2 had Shoot to Thrill by uh, ACDC. ACDC, yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The third one went a little softer. It had something... I don't remember what the third soul. one was. I didn't like, like the third one very much. Nobody did. Yeah. Nobody loved it. Yeah. It was it was um, directed by Shane Black. Uh-huh. And he's a different director. Okay. The first two were John Favreau. Uh-huh. Yeah. Second one, Shane Black. And then the Avengers movies were Joss Whedon in the first two, and then... The Esposito brothers took over and, and, and killed, they and, crushed it. And uh, not Esposito. Is it Esposito brothers? The uh, Oh, uh, and who else? Um, 
the brothers, Joe and Anthony. No, not Esposito. Oh, Russo. Russo. Esposito. Uh, Desposito is the uh, producer. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the the Russo brothers. Yeah. Who are also in some of the movies. Yes. Little yes. scenes. Yeah. But just looking at this group of characters that nobody was ever going to use. Right. In um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, they created perfect characters. Right. Dave Bautista. Oh, yeah. Professional wrestler. Yeah. Left, became an actor. He plays a character that does not get humor. He doesn't get humor. Yeah. He doesn't. He gets humor. He doesn't get um, references. Yeah. And it speaks to autistic people in a different way than most people. Really? Where they are very literal. Right. They don't get right, metaphors. Right. And, you know, it went over his head. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't go over his head. I'm too fast. I'll catch it. Yeah. There are a lot of people who live their lives like that, very literal. Uh-huh. And it speaks to them in a different way. Yeah. To the point where people have mentioned how good it is, but motorcycles, by the I way. I know. Why is there so much noise today? <laughs> it's, it's fucking trucks and shit. Holy shit. Anyway. I blame you. Yeah. But yeah, this Guardians of the Galaxy is fucking awesome. Um, I didn't see the Christmas special yet. I did not either. No. And that's that, going to be... You know why? Here's And here's the problem. Here's what's going to... Here there's go. too much... No, there's too much stuff going on now. It used to be a movie every, what? Year. Or whatever it was, you know, now there are two movies. Now you have TV shows. I can't catch up. I don't have time in the day to watch it. Have you seen the Groot, um, the I Am Groot uh, miniseries on Disney Plus? No. It's animated? Yeah. Each one's like five minutes long. Yeah. It totals like a half hour, 45 minutes. Uh-huh. It is fucking adorable. Yeah. I highly suggest you watch it with your kids. Okay. Like, I can't wait to show Devin. Yeah. And we, Jenny and I watched it one night, just threw it on the projector in the bedroom. Uh-huh. And it was just amazing. It was just adorable. What? <laughs> what? I see your face. Is it the projector in the Why bedroom? Why do you have a projector in the bedroom? And by the way, I know you mean like, a, I think of a reel-to-reel. So I'm what doing fucking fuck? hand puppets. What do you what think I'm doing? What do you have a projector in your room I for? do shadow puppets. <laughs> This is a rabbit. This is my penis. What do you think I'm doing? I love that just by looking at my face, you could tell that I'm disgusted. Or I saw the fucking have... wheels turning, and I smell bone burning like we were at the dentist. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. You don't just you don't just gloss over. So we put it on the projector in the room. I tried to, but you get a face yeah. like you had checkmate, but you weren't sure. <laughs> it was like <laughs> projector. Yeah, we have a projector. <laughs> Rather than put a heavy TV on the wall, okay, I put a shelf and a little... Fucking TVs weigh five pounds now. It takes up space on the wall that we don't have for walking around oh, okay. the bed. Yeah, right. okay. So rather than that, I put above the bed, I put a projector on a shelf yeah. and a Chromecast. Okay. And I have all the streaming apps and whatever I want. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I have, I, well, for, listen, for Father's Day a couple of years ago, I got a projector and a big, uh, last year I got a big blow up uh... doll. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good. I'm glad you got one. Blow up projector screen Halfway through you just fold it in half and fuck the bubble <laughs> Close enough So Yeah we show movies in my backyard During the summer and spring Debbie does fall. Dallas Yeah yeah, things like that yeah, the Kids kids love it Highlander 2 The Quickening What? It's a movie Which one is that? Which one is, is it the first Highlander that they fight on the, the top of um, Silver Cup Studios? Uh, yes and then the second one is the one where they wrecked it by saying that they were aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the original director did a renegade cut where it actually fixes the story. Yeah. Also, Michael Ironside's in it. Ironside. Anyway, back to Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> the important shit. Yeah. 
It is so good. Yeah. And the introduction, the introduction of characters that nobody knew before, nobody would have thought to use. Right. And by the end, you, you love, love them. them. And it's the opposite of the Eternals. See, the Eternals I never saw. Char- I, had- I saw it. And the characters you don't know beforehand. And you just don't like them. And you don't care by the end. Yeah. Because everything they just did doesn't reference with anything else in the, in the world. Well, they like, there's didn't- nothing that happens before or after that movie that they reference. Well, because it did so poorly. No, but even referencing previous stuff. But why not? They, they, I don't know. Because I don't think they did in Guardians of the Galaxy either. They didn't ref- reference Iron Man or anybody. No, Thanos. Oh, there was the connection. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He wanted they uh, Drax wanted to kill Thanos. Right. So and, it was and connected Ronan somehow. And right. Ronan was getting the stone for Thanos. Right. God, we're fucking nerds. That's all right. Yeah, yeah but, but people know this. Yeah, no, these are the. People who watch Marvel movies know this. Yeah. There's a whole subgroup of people. Oh, Like sewer dwellers that don't watch movies or don't watch Marvel movies. Well, no, because, yeah, they're intellectuals. Fucking chuds. Yeah. <laughs> they're too smart for... I, I, I listen, listen, I love I love Ron Bennington, but he thinks if you watch Marvel movies, you're like a half of, you know, whatever. Yeah. So... Uh, my biggest complaint about people complaining about Marvel right. movies is that they don't... They take them as Oscar-worthy movies. Right. And just maybe the special effects are Oscar worthy, and some movie. of the it's apping, popcorn movies. some of the acting is better. I says it apping, apping. I didn't yeah. think it's, yeah, uh, I give you a pass. So <laughs> some of the acting is great. Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. Mm. Um, there are small scenes in the Avengers that stand out as amazing acting. Yeah, that you don't really catch right away. Uh, I always talk about the first meeting between um, Banner and Natasha. Yes, Black Widow, where. She ends up pulling a gun on him, and she looks like she's about to cry because mm-hmm. she knows she's terrified of what's coming. Yeah, and she thinks it's coming, and right. then by the time she actually sees it, she's frozen and she never freezes. Well, that's right when when yeah. she, right when they fall down the thing, mm-hmm. right, and she gets her foot, and she's, oh, we're okay, right, we're okay, and he's yeah, not. He, yeah, that's and that that first time when she pulls the gun, you can see it in her eyes, mm-hmm. and that's just good acting. Right, right. Um, another great one is when they're in the helicarrier and. Banner's explaining that they can't kill him because he's tried. Oh, and then they take off and he goes. No, oh, just, this is just the two, just the two reactions to <laughs> yeah. that that sentence uh-huh. are Cap and Iron Man. Yeah, and Cap has the face of someone who lost a friend, and Iron Man looks like somebody who tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they both look devastated in huh, different I gotta, ways. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. It's watch amazing. It again. Yeah, I just got chills talking about it myself because I'm a fucking douche. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the next one. The next one is mine. Yes. I am wearing the right shirt for it. This is a Deadpool shirt. Mm-hmm. Don't you have some accessories for this? <laughs> I'm not going to wear it. Oh, you're not going to put it on? <laughs> All right, I will. Watch. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's right there. It's right here. Look. Look. I got my kid's Deadpool mask. Yeah, I'll take off my hair. Don't look at my hair. I bet it's your kid's. It's, it is. It is. Watch. This is what he wears in the bedroom right, with the ahead. projector. Can, can you hear me? Go ahead. I can't even do this. I couldn't either. take you seriously looking at it. <laughs> now I understand why he wears a mask because I wanted to punch it <laughs> constantly. I wanted to start swinging my arms till my arm went dead. So uh, this is Chicago. Uh, You're my inspiration. The uh, ultimate fight scene from Deadpool. The end fight scene, right? The end fight scene. This is where he finally fights Francis. Yeah. And Francis gets the upper hand and stabs him in the head. Yes. Not grazing him. Knife in, his in the side, yeah. and this song starts playing while he's looking at his love, 
and he sees animated unicorns yeah. and stuff, and he's reaching for the knife because mm-hmm. he can't, can't be, see can't, it. He yeah. can't grab it. Mm-hmm. The music the is slowing is down. Off. Yeah. She's saying asshole, but real slow motion. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and doesn't he, doesn't right he, before he pulls the knife out, the music slows down to almost a crawl, and uh-huh. I immediately thought of the Walkman I had in high school where the batteries <laughs> the by batteries the end of the day, <laughs> it turned Alanis Morissette into fucking doom metal. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then he pulls it out and it just completes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a stupid scene. This movie, we were talking about how good the movie is. Yeah. Incidentally, I've completely forgot it was on this list while we are talking about it. I just, I love it. I love the references. Yeah. The fact that he leaked his own demo footage to get the movie made. To get the made, movie made, yeah. Using a salt and pepper song. Mm-hmm. Which also was funny. Yeah. It didn't really have this, you know, this perfect scene mentality. Well, it didn't have it. the context. Yeah. But it, it showed it but it showed what it showed what Deadpool was gonna be. It did. And it worked. And some of the best quotes in this, yeah. uh, it's just a nonstop uh twenty four hours of clown oh was it clown porn and uh, cake ba- uh, cake mix. <laughs> Powdered cake mix and clown porn. Right. And I, I don't know if anybody picks up all the little I don't remember if it was Deadpool two, all the all the the lines, reference. I should have wore my white pants. <laughs> you know, this guy knows what's up. He wears brown, yeah, brown pants. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's so perfect. Blind it, Al in both movies uh-huh. is fantastic. And how in the beginning, in, in the first one, he tells it, it, it's right next to the the cure for blindness. blindness. And then in the second one, when he opens the six, the floor, six keys of coke and it, the cure, and for, the blindness. cure for blindness. Is right. <laughs> so good. And yeah. self referencing. Third wall breaking, fourth, fourth wall breaking. Wall breaking yeah. Sorry, fourth. Third wall is the one we flip off <laughs> as somebody walks out the room. Uh, fourth wall breaking and self-referencing and yeah. very aware that he's the star. Yes. And I love it. And and it, I don't think anybody else could have played it except for Ryan Reynolds. No. But that's also because they kind of built the character around, around his... Ryan, yeah. They they built some of the later Deadpool stuff around his character, around his personality. Yeah. And then they he built... Deadpool around himself. I have no control over the police here. <laughs> like I have control over police somewhere else. Yeah. At home, I'm good. At home, I got him. Like guys around the corner to the left. <laughs> no. we're, we're recording today. Excuse me, <laughs> gentlemen. Gentlemen, lights only. <laughs> Not too bright though. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Uh, I have a problem. Oh, what's wrong? It stopped recording video. Why? I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, it completed like a half hour ago. Awesome. That's fucking terrible. I I need to know how long this video is, and I'm going to mute and play, and we're gonna go on to the next one. All uh, right, go ahead. Tears for Fears, uh, Head Over Heels from Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, and this is you hadn't seen one of my movies. Uh-huh. I didn't see this. You've never seen Donnie Darko? No. So Donnie Darko, I'm still not even sure I know what the hell it's about. I literally have never seen it. I was just amazed that in just a few minutes yeah. of this scene, I saw so many famous people. Yes. That I had no idea were, we're in this, in this movie. movie. Right. And I haven't seen the movie in God knows how many years. I forgot how many people are in that. Like I, I Noah Wiley. Yeah. I was, uh, no, Patrick Swayze, Noah Wiley, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I had no idea these people were in this movie. Yeah. And also uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Seth Rogen doing coke uh-huh. with the with mullet guy, yeah, who I don't know. Um, no, he was. I don't think he's a. It didn't uh, matter. Uh, and also Jake Gyllenhaal. 
That I knew. Is, is I knew he was in Donnie the movie. Darko. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think that. But this this scene, basically, it shows you who you're going to see throughout the whole movie. Right? Except it, for Donnie Darko's parents. Okay. That makes sense. Because I think there's, a, if I remember correctly, this this is a little a little ways into the movie. It's not the opening scene. Okay. This is when he goes to school. Like, he has a little opening scene, and then and then he goes to school, and this is how they... They basically introduce all the characters in this one shot, which okay. is basically a one shot twice because they put that flash in the middle yeah. to go outside. So it's two one shots, basically. I do like one shots. Uh, my favorite being the beginning of... Reservoir Dogs. No. No, not Reservoir Dogs. What? Uh, the beginning of Goodfellas. Okay. The date night? Yeah. That walk through the, through the yeah. club? That one shot is amazing. Yeah. There's a couple of them that exist, but that, to me, that's my favorite. Because mm. it's like 9,000 things going on right. at the same time. Right, And you fuck that up. It's, yeah. it's a nightmare. And I forget, this is not the original song they wanted for it. I wish I remember I can't what... imagine what they'd want in replacement of this. Right? It works perfectly. It does work for the scene. Yeah. I knew nothing of it, mm-hmm. but it was interesting. So Donnie Darko is... He... He has these visions... I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I just want to time out. Go ahead. Uh, earlier when we started this, I had mentioned The Crow and, you know, angsty yeah. Mike. And this it was a goth girl right. staple. This was the other goth girl staple of the early 2000s. It was. Yeah. I, I guess I, I went the opposite was, way. That was the thing. I did not get into this because I was not into, like, into any of that at that, that time. But I into mean. what? Into... like. I wasn't into... But this, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell what this was. I think that's why I was so... Like, there was no indication of what it was about. Yeah. But everyone was talking about it. Like, you know, you say, oh, you have to watch... Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not watching it. Yeah. And that's... Well, that's got, continued and, to this and I'll day. tell you, I'll tell you the only thing that got everybody in this into this movie, I would say, is, is Frank the Bunny. I'm sure you've heard of Frank the Bunny a million times. You just have no idea what it is. I have no idea. It's it's Donnie Darko's vision. He went. It's like it's, he imagines a giant bunny. Yes, a guy in a bunny suit with big gangly teeth and stuff like that. You've never seen Frank the Bunny? I don't think I have. Anyway, that's who he doesn't. I thought of Greg. He talks the bunny. like a man, by the way. He doesn't, he doesn't talk like a bunny. I hope not. No, that'd be really weird. Actually, probably be really, actually pretty cool. But no, but he talks like because it winds up. At, Spoiler alert again, it winds up that later in the movie, uh, Frank the Bunny is somebody who, who was killed. Okay. So it's... it's it's Cyclical? I, 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 I don't know if it was... What do you mean cyclical? Like it, it brings it back to the same character? Well, that's the whole thing with Donnie Darko is that the movie starts and ends the same way. It's, okay. It starts with... An incident? A, an incident, and it... Ends with the... that incident, so it's it, you don't know if it's telling the story or it happened again. It's so confusing. Okay, yeah, it's a great movie in the middle. I'm gonna throw <laughs> an I don't like it on this. Just Why? I, it, I have no interest in in thinking. In, <laughs> if you know me, you know I don't like thinking. <laughs> I like my I like my burgers with cheese. My thoughts to be empty. <laughs> and I was going to say something really dirty after that. I'm going to leave it out. <coughs> it's going to be terrible. But yeah, this it just didn't... It didn't grab me at the time. Yeah. I might take a look at it now. Yeah, give it a... Give it. 20-something there's, years later. Also, there's a, a director's cut. They put... I don't remember how many... A couple more minutes in. But it actually does help a little. 
Like the theatrical cut is a little more confusing than the director's cut. Okay. Because the director's cut actually allows you to see certain things that they took out. Okay. You know, so I would I would look for the director's cut if you wanted to. I can give that a shot. You know, did you figure it out? No, I have no idea. Right. We're gonna. Unfortunately, this one's not gonna have video. All right. Um, I'm a little pissed. Yeah. A little disappointed. All right. This is because I decided decided to try something new. Uh, My own do? fault. You think it was the laptop? I think it's me. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I tried something different. I tried a new setup. Yeah. I had that set up perfectly. Yeah. And I decided to do something new. Yeah. And I'm an idiot. All right. It's my own fault. So we're gonna move to the next song. Do it. This is the uh Oh the your, cure. your song. Yeah. This is Burn from The Crow. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety five. Yeah. This is I you haven't seen it, so I, it's no. hard to explain. Well, who, who who's the song by? Like the this song. is the cure. This is the cure? The cure. Okay. Um this entire album, yeah. the entire the entire soundtrack, yeah, is a masterpiece. Okay. It's got so many great bands. Uh-huh. Um, Nine Inch Nails is also on here. Are they? What song? Uh, it's actually one they wrote for this. Okay. No, I've probably heard not it. from an album. Um, no. Dead Souls, I believe it's called. Oh, I don't know. I probably yeah, no, have it. Each know. one of the songs is just amazing. Yeah. Uh, the later half of the album gets a little, little funky, mm-hmm. gets a little weird, but really good songs. Yeah. Really good stuff. And the movie and is good too? I mean... it's it's I like it, but also I liked it because... It was a martial arts guy not doing martial arts. Uh, it's not a martial arts movie. Yeah. Even though Brandon Lee was known for being the only the martial arts movies I like is like Kill Bill and stuff like that. I can't. We're gonna do. A, we're gonna have to do a movie episode. Yeah. Because I have so much to say on Kill Bill, and it's all positive. Oh, okay, good. No, no, I love those movies. Yeah. And those, we have to show you some fucked up fight scenes. Because <laughs> Kill Bill has some fucked up fight scenes. Yeah. But they're they come from older. More right, the fucked big, up fight scenes. Uh, they, they they come from the old the old kung fu. Like I remember when I growing up. I don't know if this is gonna age me. It is. It is definitely is. When we were growing up, at least here in New York on Channel Eleven, I think or Channel Nine, uh-huh. they had the on you know, like Saturdays nine. or Sundays. Channel Nine, WWOR. They had they had the kung fu old kung fu movies where the mouths didn't the the big the old trope of, of yes. the mouths don't fit the the words. And you know, you know that's just from dubbing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but I mean poor but, dubbing as well. Right. But, but that's what I remember, and mm-hmm. then that's why I like the Kill Bill stuff because it's so it was so outlandish. It's and a so, callback to that too, right? It's so it's so over the top. Like when she cuts an arm off, it sprays the blood all the way across the room. Which is from and, a lot of the uh, a lot of the Shaw Brothers yeah. kung fu movies. Blood sprays everywhere. Yeah. There's a Japanese movie called Zatoichi, the Blind Swordsman. Uh-huh. Uh, they remade it in America to the movie Blind Fury. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of movie. Where it's a blind guy with a sword just fucking everyone up. What about Balls of Fury? I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I I hate that I like that movie. It was come on. It's it, it's terrible. Christopher Walken with yeah, the, with the, the hair. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play ping pong, or as the Chinese call it, ping pong. Ping pong. And I'm glad there was no stereotype accent on him. Yeah, it was just him Here's being him. Christopher Walken. <laughs> and it, I thought it could go very racist because the hair and the yeah. way he was dressed. And then I was like, hello. Yeah. He's just being <laughs> Christopher, Walken. Christopher Walken all the way through. Right. Yeah, it was magical. Yeah. And uh, Gary Wong playing Gary Wong in a movie about something. Right. He's about- always being an old man <laughs> teaching somebody turned, something. He just turned 94, I think. He's so old, but thank- thankfully he's still here. Yeah, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. I hope he's not acting. He needs to rest. I don't know. 
He's been in everything. Yeah, Seinfeld. Oh god, I'm not doing it. <laughs> what? Do it. I'm not doing. I, <laughs> I'm not so into Seinfeld that uh, I'm going to start quoting Seinfeld. Uh, I don't boo. deserve. It doesn't deserve me to butcher it that way. Also, you have to do an accent. Yeah, and I don't. Do <laughs> yeah, that. I don't think we should do that. I don't do that. It's just not right. <laughs> but yet, um, oh, so the great thing about the crow, I brought it back. Yeah, is that it's a good movie. Okay. It's, it's a solid movie. It's not an amazing. Is it a revenge story. movie? It's a revenge movie. It's a John Wick movie. No, never be a John. It's Wick a. Movie. It's a supernatural revenge movie. He comes back from the dead, right? Yes, a year after he's murdered. Okay, and why is he the crow? A crow brings him back. Crows carry souls to the to the the other side. Oh, okay. That's old mythology. Okay, and uh, they use that to build the story of a guy who was. He was thrown out a window after his... He was beaten, thrown out a window. His wife was raped and murdered. His fiance uh-huh. was raped and murdered. Uh-huh. Um, he comes back to a, a year later to exact revenge. Okay. Uh, and hilarity ensues? I don't know. What? No, I'm kidding. Holy crap. <laughs> it's just a feel good... No. It's, it's, a, it's, a brutal, it's a brutal revenge movie. Yeah. And um, one of my favorite things about this movie... Is knowing that they use CGI so heavily for like two or three parts. Yeah. And they, they're they they're not seamless, but mm-hmm. they're close. Yeah. And for the time, it was magical. Yeah. Because he was, Right, because he, he died. died during the film. How far, how far in? Like three quarters of the way through? Or? They they had like four or five scenes left. Yeah. And most of them were action scenes, so they didn't need his face. But yeah. there were a couple that they did. Yeah. And they used CG for those. Really? And, and back they, in 94, 95, yeah. or whatever it was, that's... It was... I mean, they put a lot of effort into it. Well... Uh, I don't know if this is not it. Jurassic Park. No, but I, what I'm saying is, it did that help? That some of it did. Some of the 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 I'm not saying cutting like, and pasting into right. into images. Right, that must have helped. Greatly. Yeah, you but know? It, it was so. I mean, intent. It's intensive for what it is. Yeah, and uh, he died very, very unfortunately. Yeah, he is responsible for one of my favorite quotes. Not from this movie though. Uh, is he it a was, real quote? It's a real quote. Come on, please. Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, oh, oh no! I thought you meant it's, like like it was like a him quote. No, oh. no, it's, it's a character movie. Quote. Okay, so him Dolph Lundgren's getting like weaponed up yeah. for some battle, and he's got a shotgun. He goes, "Before we go, I just want to let you know, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man." <laughs> <laughs> and Dolph Lundgren goes, "Thanks." Why? I swear to God, Lundgren wrote the movie just yeah. to put that in just, there. It was in no context. No, I, there was no there was context. No, there was no him walking through the room naked or anything. Nope. Just Brendan Lee just saying, "Brendan Lee saying, you have a the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man," which oh, man. Uh, pl- implies so much. Yeah. It's really funny, but at the same time, was it supposed to be funny? I I hope so. <laughs> if that was a serious moment, I guess the music would determine it. Yeah, you throw fucking. Benny Hill behind it. Yeah, Benny Hill, it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. You throw, you know, you're my inspiration. It gets a little fucking <laughs> little nuts. So we're going to move to the next scene. Go ahead. So this is Psych with Goodbye Horses. Yes. From Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, baby. And this is the Babe Ruth pointing out yeah. where he's hitting the ball and then hitting it. Come on. You nailed this. Come on. Uh, the second I saw the list, you had your so side of the list, I'm like... He beat me to it. <laughs> and it's so fucking perfect. Now, this was good um, in itself, only because of the part, the, the part of the movie, right? Oh, it's... It the builds, line. The line. It builds would, such tension. I'd fuck me, yeah. you know? But uh, it, I sent this... <laughs> it also leads everything that Hannibal Lecter said to be correct, uh-huh. just not about the person he was talking about. Right. 
the the idea of the person wanting to be a different gender and mm-hmm. uh, being unable to get the surgeries and being uh, not approved due to psychological reasons. Right. All of that being true, finding you know body parts and stuff in a in a locker, mm-hmm. and then this scene, the shock of this scene, it. yeah, and it's the tucking and all that. That's funny, but that's it, well, it's, it's not no, but it's, it's not supposed, supposed to be shocking, right? Excuse but me, don't to me, it's me funny. No, but, but it is now. It was the funny but, then too. I, I, I was a kid. Well, kids, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> done that in the shower. <laughs> Do that in the shower now. Do the air, right? But uh, what makes this even better now is that um, my 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 brother in law and I he he we sent each other um, uh, playlists on on Pandora, right? And there's this one playlist. I forget the name of the band, uh, but it's all music like this, okay. right? And every once in a while, this song comes up. Right, and and we always, you know, Ooh. we always send it to each other. Well, but I don't think he realized where the song came from. So one time he he sent me a a, a voice text of of the song playing on the on the on the radio, right? So I just sent him a screenshot of, Ted of the Levine. tuck. Right, <laughs> he sends me back. What did he say? I didn't need to eat lunch anyway. Which you said to me. I don't need. I didn't need dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the the Buffalo Bill, the yeah. bad guy, is played by Ted Levine. Mm. Also, the the chief from Monk. Yes. Every time I hear his voice, I think he of t- Buffalo Bill. Yeah, he plays a lot of different things. He was in a remake of, oh man, The Hills Have Eyes. But it's the voice. Yes. Because he has the same, yeah. There's a very specific sound he makes as Buffalo Bill. Yeah. And in the hills have eyes. He's trying to fix something, and the guy behind him is like, "Hey, is that going to work?" And he turns and goes, "What?" Yeah. And I lost it. <laughs> I'm in the theater giggling, and just the it's, sound yeah, it's, it's like he has a like like his voice comes out of we, his throat. Yeah, it's yeah. come from here. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. Are you are you sure? Yeah. And it's like the second it gets in there, it's stuck in my head. I'm yeah. going to be doing that on the on the ride home tonight with my <laughs> my, my wife and son in the car. I'm going to be <laughs> precious. <laughs> The dog. Yes. The, push the lotion in the... <laughs> the, him screaming, put the lotion in the fucking basket. <laughs> yeah. And just spit coming out. It's, it's just, it's rage. And yes. that, that character is just, it's rage bubbling under a surface where he's trying to be calm. Because mm-hmm. he knows what he's going to do eventually. Right. And he's just biding his time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And imagine, uh, I, just, I just think, and this all, is all these things you watch and you listen to, like even when I listen to podcasts and stuff about like, you know. I know. I'm, I listen to murder podcasts. I'm not. I sent you a documentary on a uh, thing about the documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh my god! Don't ever watch. Do you like documentaries? Don't ever watch the document. Don't ever anybody ever watch the documentary called Dear Zachary. Oh, I have. You watched it? Oh yeah. Oh, the worst day of my life besides 9/11. <laughs> so that's a pretty steep drop off, dude. 9/11, and, and then the day I watched a movie. <laughs> It's not a movie. It's a documentary. It's still a movie. I watched. I had to log into Netflix and stare at something for an hour and a half to two hours. And this is the second worst thing to ever happen to me. The first okay. one was what the time where okay. 3,000 people died. All right. That is a steep drop off. Okay, really? You're making me feel terrible now. Good. You just compared a documentary to one of the greatest tragedies in American history. <laughs> I don't mean to be the laughing. The largest loss of civilian life. All right, Dave. Maybe it wasn't the second worst day of my life. Holy shit. I was going to cheap shot. I, I don't I don't even have to. You just painted yourself into a wall. Right in the corner. Anyway. Oh, shit. Anyway, 
Getting back to it, don't watch that documentary. Watch it. No, please watch it. No, it's so yeah. messed up. It's it's like it, it, Jim Norton tells people it's a comedy. Yeah, when they haven't seen it, that's the same thing I told people about. Don't fuck with cats. Oh, that was a terrible. It was one terrible. Too. It's meant to be terrible. Yeah, but I specifically but, told people it's a, it's it's a kids movie. But getting back to it, I always think of like what the killer was thinking. Like like, well, there's in their mindset. I, I don't get it. The hardest thing to understand, and we'll talk about a real serial killer. One that we talked about, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, there's no. Legitimizing what he was thinking, right? Because a sane person wouldn't think that, yeah. And that's the ultimate flaw in yeah. I, I, serial killer. I don't know. I don't. I, I watch some of these documentaries and I listen to some of these things, and and you wonder, I'm like, what the fuck were yeah. they thinking? The one that sticks in my mind was a guy who who invited this guy over, left his garage door open. The guy walks in, the garage is dark, and he like hits him in the back of the head with like a shovel, and I'm like, and he had like plastic. He's like, he planned it out, yeah, like to kill some innocent dude. Just remember when they found like I talk about Jeffrey Dahmer because that was huge. Yeah, like it was a huge find. And it was incidental. Yeah, just the idea that they found all this because a guy got away. Yeah, yeah. And they just they had to go back to get the handcuff key off. They wanted to get the handcuffs mm-hmm. off the guy, and they they have uh, the cops use Smith and Wesson. Yeah, handcuffs. This wasn't Smith and Wesson. Right, right. So they had to go back to Dahmer's apartment to get the key, mm-hmm. and he didn't yeah. have the key. Yeah, because he used to get them off by sawing their hands off. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, he's pretend to look around for it. And eventually they discovered the orgy of evidence in this guy's in his, house. In his fridge or whatever, right? It was what? in his room. He had pictures mm. of the of people's bodies being splayed open mm. in that room. Oh, God. And then when they looked in the fridge, there was a head. Yeah. There was a head in a freezer. Bunch and then of they penises. Found, they found them in the freezer <laughs> and they found them in a vat. Yeah. Basically liquefying over time. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking crazy. How did we get on this? Oh, that's right. Ted Levine. Oh. Silence of the Lambs. Um, we're not even Hop- we're not even done with serial Anthony killers yet. Hopkins. Yes. Get yeah, get the man's a genius. The the most effective scare tactics while being completely calm. Mm-hmm. Just pure intimidation. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Cuz it never once references that he's as dangerous as he is. Yeah. Just Having a conversation and just making you feel like he's in control yeah, the whole time. Yeah. And the second you feel like you're in control, he takes it away. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Is there another? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So we're going to go to the next song. And that is uh, When in Rome with The Promise from Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. This movie. This movie uh, is so polarizing. I don't, I don't know how it's polarizing. People hate it. Who? I've met people who I tell that I love Napoleon Dynamite and they go... How? I didn't get it. There's people who don't understand. I didn't understand. I watched that whole movie. And I think it was with Mary Jane again. And I think it, it when it ended, I, I looked at it and I went, I don't know what we just watched, but that was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Because it had no point. Yeah. There's no point to the it's movie. It's the Seinfeld of movies. Yeah. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened. That's, yeah. I loved it. I love Uncle Rico. I know. <laughs> I love him as an actor, and I love that character. He throws the stake, and it hits him in the face while he's riding a bike. Come on. Him feeding, to, uh, I think it was tuna casserole, the llamas. Come on. Come, Come on, on Tina. Eat, eat fat lard. Fat lard. Eat, eat your ham. Eat your ham. <laughs> Fucking so stupid. Make yourself a dang quesadilla. I say that to my kids still, and they have no idea because I haven't seen the movie yet. Well, you can show them. It's actually, that movie's oh, yeah, clean that, enough. Yeah. That movie's super clean. That movie's, there's not a dirty part in that movie. And it's funny that two guys in that movie are twins. Pedro? Main character and Pedro. 
Both twins. Wait. Not of each other. Hater, uh, John Hader. He has a brother. A, get out of here. An identical twin, yeah. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Him and Pedro are both identical twins. Yeah. I, I, they, uh, Pedro's used to switch. He'd yeah. send his brother to I remember stuff. He, yeah, I've heard that story. And the other one, they don't look quite exact. It's like it's like Napoleon Dynamite, but his like his non yeah his confused friend weird doppelganger guy less weird yeah because it doesn't get much more weird than Napoleon Dynamite yeah him dancing and then uh, going to get a drink and Lafonda being in the in the uh, kitchen I don't know that dance he does the Jamiroquai at the end I just it's so weird it's 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 awkward yeah my wife loves dance and mm-hmm. she laughs hard at that because mm-hmm. it's like everything every style imaginable yeah in two minutes mm-hmm. and then he just stops and then and walks runs. on the stage uh, doesn't runs. walk yeah runs yeah but people standing standing ovation mm-hmm. i love it mm-hmm. I, he, I went home and i was hot so i shaved my Red. head I know, it's so stupid. <laughs> i'm gonna say this yeah i've done it <laughs> you've gone home and just, I've shaved gone and head. just shaved my head yeah not down to the skin but yeah. you know short yeah yeah then the wig uh, yeah the terrible wig Vote for, mm. Yeah, <laughs> put your. The creepiest part of that movie is Uncle Rico. Yeah, he's meant to be creepy. I mean, when they go to take the pictures, and he's just he's talking to Deb, and it's just like I'm just like, just stop talking to her. Too just young. Stop. Yeah, just stop. And then the muscle woman. Yeah. When he's hitting on the muscle woman, and ends up being Rex Quando's <laughs> wife. <laughs> you see these pants? What fucking star-spangled wants, Zubas Nobody wants to get their ass kicked While somebody wearing these pants Or somebody says <laughs> Terrible I lo- I, And I'm saying it terrible I love that movie Yeah I fucking love it Yeah It's so stupid mm-hmm. But it's perfect Yeah But there are people who hate it So we're gonna look at <laughs> Hip to be square By Huey Lewis in the news Yes From American Psycho Now this is our second serial killer On my list Which yes. is kind of Telling. I don't know, telling of it's me. Very yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's I don't think it's supposed to be comedic. Oh, it has to be. But it has to be played for laughs. It, 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 because the way he's dancing yeah, and he's, yeah, yeah. the moonwalk into the room specifically to hide the axe yeah. is genius. Yeah. Because even if he looked at him, he'd just see him moonwalk and he wouldn't notice the axe. Right. But he wouldn't notice that he was in a poncho. He, well, that's the other thing. He's in a raincoat. Are you wearing a raincoat? <laughs> yes, I yes, am. Yes, I am. It was Do you want so... a dog? No. <laughs> no. It was so playful. Yeah. Up into, hey, Paul. Yeah. And then the axe comes down <laughs> with the scream. Ah! But then the song playing in the background. And it, 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 I don't know if you know this, but uh, I've jokingly and non-jokingly said that I want to do a Huey Lewis tribute band. Do you know every time... Uh, Mike the Angry Wizard had mentioned you said it. Yeah. The first words out of my mouth are, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, cool. I love Huey Lewis. <laughs> so do I. I love the news. <laughs> I want the shirt that says, No Huey, no news, no thanks. I have it. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I, I love Huey I, Lewis. Yes. Um, I've loved them since I was a kid. It, we heard it. We heard Stuck With You yeah. on the radio, and mm-hmm. it's been stuck with us ever since. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was a joke. The, f- the last time I heard Stuck With You was the 12 Foot Ninja cover. Yes. And it is a perfect cover because mm-hmm. it's still very much them. Yeah. And it had his blessing. Oh, did it? Uh, he, they released they... it. And then a few days later, they released an interview between the singer and him and the guitarist and him. Yeah. Talking about writing and music and stuff like that. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah. 
and just being that positive and yeah, yeah, cover it. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna make it your own. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know who it wasn't? It wasn't Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. And that's it where that's where Huey Lewis showed, you know, the claws a little. Yeah. It's like you ripped off my shit. I never realized until I was older that that was a thing. I want a new drug. No, I know I never put it together. When I heard about the lawsuit. I heard about the lawsuit in the nineties. Yeah. And then, no, but I mean, I never, growing up, I mean. I know. still love that he won and he gets all the royalties. Whenever they play that song? For the movie. He gets movie royalties. Really? Yeah, he gets huge chunks of cash for that. Mm-hmm. Fucking Huey Lewis is awesome. Yeah. I really, I'd yeah. love to say, oh, you know, it's kind of fucked up. No, he ripped, <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. ripped him off and he said, you know what? No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. And won. Yeah. I forget, one of these, one of these bands got sued recently uh, for one of their more current songs. And mm. The judge was like, it is inconceivable that you could construe that this could possibly be something you wrote. Was it the Pharrell song? No. The, uh, not Pharrell. Uh, well, he, uh, Robin Thicke. No, no, that was, that was what Marvin Gaye, wasn't no, it? No, that, they totally ripped that off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that was, no, this was the guy who accused them. It was a metal band. Oh, oh, okay. And it was so, like, it was so obvious that it had nothing to do yeah. with either. And the judge was like, this is ludicrous. Yeah. The guy had sued, like, eight other bands. You know, it was one of those mm-hmm. overly litigious jack-offs. Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a rip-off. No, not even close. Oh, okay, okay. There is, there is a YouTube channel called Metal That Sounds Like Other Metal mm-hmm. that literally will take a song, play the clip, and then play the exact same song by another artist. Oh, I've, they, they've showed, have you seen the Metallica one? Well, there's, this is the... I mean, this is from 10, 12 years yeah. ago. No, but this is all the way down to like Master of Puppets. Some uh, of it goes back to. Yeah. Uh, not Ride the Lightning. It goes back to Kill Em All. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's also stuff that just sounds like. It's. And, and I always think of this. There's only so much music that can be written, right? There's only so many notes. Scotty and said it. Right? He goes. All the music that's ever been written should be written. Is written. Or no, something he, like that? no. Uh, Scotty and said. Tony, Iommi, Tony Iommi's played every note and every chord you can possibly imagine. We're just ripping them off little by little. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the truth, right? The, the greats played everything, and we're just finding new ways to remix it. Mm-hmm. You know, you listen, you can hear bits and pieces of stuff and other stuff. We talked about how I don't like uh, Stone Sour. Yeah. So the last Stone Sour album I heard was, it had Gone Sovereign on it. I don't know what the name of the album is. Yeah. But that song, its opening riff... Sounds like another band that released an, al- an album two years before. Yeah. Not a huge band, but a big band. Yeah. A uh, band called um, Texas Hippie Coalition. What? Never heard of them. THC. They're hillbillies. THC. Yeah. Te- Texas Hippie Coalition. Yeah. You can imagine what all their songs are about. Yeah, yeah. It's them and I um, can't remember the name of the other band. There's another Texas band that leans heavily into being from Texas. Uh-huh. One of Their first album is called Baptizing the Rio Grande. Wow. Yeah. But they're really good. <laughs> yeah. They're very much, you know, they want to be a little bit Pantera. They want to be a little bit not. Mm-hmm. They kind of fall into that style and it really works. Yeah. It's phenomenal. <laughs> but I always felt like Corey Taylor heard some of this. Yeah. And grabbed some of the sound. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, I'm not saying he's think, ripping yeah. them off. I don't think he's but that kind of guy. was influenced by it. Yeah. Like we joke about, you know, comedians stealing jokes. Right. You know, the, the Carlos Mencia argument. Mm-hmm. Um. He definitely stole jokes. Yeah. But I do feel other comedians have incidentally grabbed stuff. Oh, of course. They, well, they talk about it all the time of, of uh, well, you know, they don't want to listen to other people because they don't want to be influenced by yes. it. Yes. 
And that's an unfortunate, like, we do it just listening to what we listen to in daily life. I bring up stuff that I use in my everyday language that I got listening to a comedy album. Oh, of course. I quote George Carlin on a weekly basis. Yeah. And it's impossible not to, Mm -hmm. especially in the dystopian future we're living in. (laughs) (laughs) The American dream, because you'd have to be asleep to believe it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Was it the Richard Pryor quote? Uh, Vampires are allergic to crosses because they're all the, was it? Uh, vampires shriek at crosses because they're allergic to bullshit. <laughs> it's it's just those those little nuggets of information. So yeah, back to Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, he's amazing. I it's he has uh, hearing damage, so he can't. He can't. Yeah, he can't do anything anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't play he doesn't, anymore. Um, I wish he would. I, I wish know. there was a way. Unfortunately, there there isn't. Um, just we have what six seven albums. Yeah. Of just amazing albums. Mm-hmm. Just awesome number one songs. He wasn't trying to make number ones. Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Power he, of Love. Yeah. Uh, then he did that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow where her vagina smells like a candle. No. Candles <laughs> smell like a vagina. That's not a movie. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's real, real life. life. <laughs> exactly. We're living in a dystopian future. <laughs> no, she. they did something where she was doing... It was called Duets. Yeah. Where it's oh, him and, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he was able to sing in that and he was doing good. I just wish he was still going. Yeah. It's like Phil Collins. Never stop. Write for somebody else. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it going. And now we're going to move to the last track. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. So this is... Now, do you know the name of the band? <sighs> I do. As you, soon as you say it, I'm going to know. This is I'm the, uh, Steeler's Wheel. Steeler's Wheel. With Stuck in the Middle with You from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Now, this has so many weird layers to it. The radio DJ uh-huh. is Stephen Wright, stand-up comedian. As, is it? Yeah. I, 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 now I got to watch it. We're going to play it again when we're done because yeah, yeah. it is so good. Uh, he also mentions that Steeler's Wheel is Joey and Jerry Rafferty. Uh-huh. Jerry Rafferty broke off on his own and wrote Baker Street. Okay. You know Baker Street. I know Baker Street, yeah. This is just, this is music history. Yeah. It's just that's it's, really I didn't I didn't think I didn't know that I didn't know that either until I actually listened to the beginning of the scene. I'm like Joey and Jerry Rafferty, Jerry Rafferty, and I looked yeah. it up, and then I saw Jerry Rafferty Stereo's Wheel, and then they had a huge him and his brother had a huge mm-hmm. falling out. Um, but yeah, this I mean this song is amazing. But this this, this scene, this scene, the dead the dead dead body in the corner, right? Oh God, it's so great. Cuts the cops ear off. The the dances the dancing yeah. The fact that you never see the violence. Yeah. Like you see him do the first swing at him, mm-hmm. but you see it from the other angle, so you don't right, actually never see, see it, contact. Yeah. And then you see blood. Mm-hmm. And then the camera looks away, and then you hear scream like the, the muffled screams, and then you see him holding the ear. The ear, yeah. And he's like, hello, hello. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> Fucking with him. Yeah. And it's just Michael Madsen knew how to create that just perfect tension. Is and Michael he, Madsen still alive? Yes, he is. Okay. I know uh, that, I get him and Tom Sizemore always confuse wait, me. I gotta look. I don't know. Uh-oh. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't I, no, I think he's still around. I, I, I don't want to. I think I don't. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to look it up. Michael Madsen. Mad. Mad. Thank you. What? So he has a website <laughs> where he talks about his own movies. Yeah. He is sixty-five is years old. Oh, okay. He is alive. All right. Yes. So he is. Um, He's sixty five, huh? He's sixty five. Oh, he, he looks old in that I mean, picture. He's, a, yeah. he's had a hard sixty five years. He's yeah. a lot of a uh, lot of drinking, a lot of drugging. And he is, it was it see because I always get them confused. Him and Tom Sizemore. 
Is Michael Madsen the one that does a movie just to make the money? Yes. That's his website. He explains why he made movies. Right. Some of them are like mortgage payment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> right. he was on he was I heard an interview with him that yeah, he I was know like, which one. I remember I remember that interview. He was like, I just I I do movies just to make money. He goes, I, I do them and but then at the same time he's in Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. Because he loves Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And he loves his style. And um he was in The Hateful Eight. Yeah. As a character who, I think that's the only one I didn't see. Oh. I think. I'm not mad at you. I'm not disappointed, mm. but I feel like you need to. Oh, oh by, yeah. by yourself or with yeah. Mary, uh, Mary Jane. Just the thing is, not the kids, obviously. Yeah. It's a Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Um, get real comfortable with, with the casual racism of Quentin Tarantino. Well, obviously. It's not quite Django. I, I was about to say, I watched Django. I'm it's all right. It's not quite Django. But almost everyone who's in Django's in this. Yeah. Walton well, he, Goggins. He, he likes to use all the same guys. But there's a reason. He finds guys he likes working with and right. works with them forever. Yeah. The fact that he used Kurt Russell. He's only going to make one more movie. That's what he claims. And I hope he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt Russell destroyed a $44,000 guitar, but it was technically priceless because it was one of the oldest acoustic guitars in America. Yeah. The Martin. Jeez. Destroyed it. Yeah. Not knowing that it was not swapped for the... for the, oh, the uh, replica? Yeah. Oof. He felt terrible. And... Who did that? That was Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell? Yeah. And Jennifer Jason Lee was just sitting there screaming, whoa, whoa. She was not in character when she did that. Oh, she's telling she's like, holy shit, no. Because <laughs> she knew exactly what she was playing. Yeah. Yeah, scary shit. Bruce Dern has been used more than once. Yeah. I love Bruce Dern. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Kurt Russell him. also. Kurt Russell. He was in that Death uh, Death Proof. Was also the pilot who called in the Phoenix Lights. <laughs> Yeah, I don't baby. get that reference. You don't? <laughs> I don't. There was like a mass UFO sighting in Phoenix. and Wait, he's the one who called it in? So there was a pilot that called it in, uh-huh. and he was the pilot. He didn't think he was, and then they heard somebody uh, read the, the transcript, and he was like, that, that was, was me. me. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it's never been disputed, so it probably was actually Kurt Russell. I just want to say, uh, we're going to talk about Kurt Russell for a second. Kurt Russell... Was the last words to come out of Walt Disney's mouth? Yes, I know that too. How fucking scary is that? Because he was a child actor, and 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 he Walt was, Disney loved him. He said he was the future of Disney. Right. The, the he was a yeah yeah. He was a great actor. He's still a great actor. Right. He's been a great actor this whole time, and he's transcended serious movies, horror movies. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, the comedies, thing. the thing. overboard, yeah, the thing. Mm-hmm. Him and wait, is it Keith David? David Keith is the white guy. Keith David is, is the black guy. I've been doing this since I was a teenager. I can never remember. It is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. I, my brain is still going back to the fact that we're not recording video. I and know, I'm mad. I know. I think I know how to fix it. Okay. I'll fix it for the next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, one, we have the intro of the song by, by Stephen Wright. Mm-hmm. And that is funny to me because Stephen Wright is one of the driest comedians I've ever heard. Yeah. And yes. he talks about them very dryly. He's the guy on the couch. Yeah. He's the guy on the couch. <laughs> My favorite part of Stephen Wright's comedy is how it's like everything's a walking distance if you have enough time. <laughs> Just it's, Yeah. It makes sense. Almost Confucius-like theories mm-hmm. spoken by a moron. Mm-hmm. The other one, uh, I want to get a tattoo of myself, but scale down 5%. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Hilarious, but an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, these 
these this should be the gateway to us talking about movies. You don't you don't like kung fu movies. I didn't say I didn't like them. Oh, I'm you, just not, you're they're not, not a big, big fan. Action. Yeah. What? You're not a big action fan? No, or? not a big kung fu guy. Oh, we'll fix that. Well, but not I don't mean like I don't not watch them because I hate them. Yeah. It's just I don't, I'm not Oh, interested. I'll make you hate them. Oh yeah. I'm going to I showed my wife a movie once. And she was so mad at me. She goes, I don't think I want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> it was called, I'm, I'm going to, it's, it's, they claim it's a sequel to another movie. Mm-hmm. There's a movie, a famous Kung Fu movie that came out called The Five Deadly Venoms. Yeah. It is well known in people who like martial arts movies like this movie. They made a sequel and it has nothing to do. It's all the same actors, but yeah. it's a completely different movie called The Crippled Masters. What? The Crippled that Masters. doesn't sound very good. It is awful. The first guy that gets, because it's not like they were born with different abilities. Yeah. The idea is that they were all disabled by one dude. Okay. And their their goal is to get back and get revenge. Is it? It's a revenge movie. Is it? The first guy. Is it? Are you ready for how bad the first guy? Is it terribly like 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 overwhelming? Like like uh. It's so bad. Okay, go ahead. The first guy they they squeeze his head until he becomes stupid. They literally tie something around his head until they crack his skull and he becomes stupid. That's the that's, that's the that's the first the guy. Quote unquote cripple. One guy they rip his hands off. They cut his hands off. Another guy they cut his legs off. Uh-huh. Yeah. One guy's blind, one guy's deaf. And they all have to work together. Yeah. It's very very uh I'll be your hands. Diff- it's very differently able positive. <sighs> oh, it is? It's not It's very positive. It's not like overly uh no, it it doesn't. It, it the only person it mocks is the guy with the thing in the head, okay. the guy whose head got cracked. <laughs> no, it's bad. Oh, I can't. Oh, he's childlike. He's jumping around like a monkey. It's not good. <laughs> but sorry to me to laugh. No, you're supposed no, to laugh. It was played for that. Yeah, like the guy who did it played it as that. Yeah. But the um the other guys, the deaf guy is a blacksmith. Mm. The, the guy did work. He didn't want to pay him. He clapped him in the ears, and yeah. he's now deaf. Uh, blind guy I forget the blind guy Was I think a swordsman Or something like that But it's just Each one has right. to help The other ones Do their things mm-hmm. So the, the Blacksmith makes Legs for the other guy Yeah Hands for another dude It's like they're all Helping each other out And it's very positive But it's not a good movie <laughs> It's uh, Like I feel guilty Talking about it It's so bad Uh huh like, you know, this guilty pleasure movie. This is something you want me to watch. I felt it was an imperative for my wife to see this. Oh, yeah. And terrible. now I feel like you need to see the five deadly venoms instead of that's that. what it's called. No, the first one. The, oh, right. the first. Yeah. The, the real one. It is not an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. It is more of a, a slow burn thriller. Yeah. But the Kung Fu is your s- traditional wire foo Kung Fu stuff. What's wire foo? Wire foo is the stuff on guide wires so they can. Oh, oh, oh. Stand on walls and shit. Yeah. That's called wire food. Oh, it's, I, it's I a have style. no idea. Uh, Wuxia, I believe it's called yeah. in Chinese. Okay. Um, it's a very specific style. It's been around since the 70s and 60s. Um, it's cool. Yeah. And then we can look at modern martial arts movies. And we can look maybe at a, a special jive-talking white piece of shit movie and see how you feel. No, I can't. He became a Russian. <laughs> and that's what did it? Yeah. Dolph Lundgren played one in a movie, but he's the piece of he's shit right. for being one. Yeah, you know, it turned out if you could, if you could, change. if you could change, and I could change. Oh God, Stallone with his inspirational speeches. Yeah, although he does have a good one in the the last Rocky movie. Uh, not not Creed. Balboa. Ro- 
No, the one before the- Rocky Balboa. Is that what? It like that? Rocky Six, <laughs> the Quest for Peace. Right. The one where the one where he talks about getting hit and get, getting back up. He says it's not life isn't about how hard you hit; it's how hard you can get hit, uh, hit and keep moving. Yeah, and very true. It's not how it's not how you how much you can do in the world. It's how much can be done to you and you still stay you. Yeah, I think that's really cool. That is, and at the same time, it's Stallone. Stallone. Yeah, I don't know what to say. He's, he's <laughs> one third owner of Planet Hollywood. Not, I don't know. Is Planet Hollywood even still around? No. And he, but you remember, he was one-third of the yes. ownership of Planet Hollywood. Yeah. Him, Schwarzenegger, and, and Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. yeah. Poor Bruce Willis. Uh, he's... I I don't like... I don't like him, but I... don't I, yeah, like him, but I... don't I want feel, this to happen, yeah. I don't I don't feel like his career should have been cut short. No, like not this. like this. Um, I was actually talking to somebody the other day. We were talking about uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. And we were talking about Louis Body. Yeah. And there's... You know, there's a theory at towards the end of World War II that Hitler was suffering from Parkinson's. Uh. More recently, they're thinking it might have been Louis Body. Really? Because he was taking amphetamines uh-huh. to even himself out. So well, he's probably does it going do? through what massive does it do depression. You? Is that what that... It's a, oh. it's, it's a combination of degenerative disease right. and psychological. Oh, so it okay. makes you it makes your body... I forget if it's a disconnect, mm-hmm. like aphasia, where you have trouble speaking and you have trouble right. thinking. And then on top of that is a shake and there's right. depression... And they're thinking that towards the end, because the, there are videos where you can see Hitler's hand, uh, handshaking, yeah. where he might have been suffering from, they thought it was Parkinson's, and now they think right it now, might have yeah. been Louis Body. Huh. And uh, if there was ever a person who deserved it, it was right. fucking Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel good ending on that. <laughs> yes, on that note. So, I decided my wife bullied me into keeping my Instagram name. Okay. She goes, you might as well keep it. All right. It's not bad. Yeah. I am basher.exe. I'm a Nugs29. Um, we have hit the stage podcast uh, uh, Instagram. Dot, yeah. We have hit the stage podcast.com. Yes. Um, you can get us at any of these places. We are on YouTube. Yes. Hit the stage podcast. Not on this one, though. Not this episode. This, this one will be half. It's going to. No. Oh, zero. Sh- okay. This one's going to be. Uh, zero. Uh, zero video. Unfortunately. Yeah, this one's going to be uh, uh, just uh, audio. I'm going to tell you a little secret, though. What? I'm still going to put the artwork up if I can. Oh, I might yeah. put I might put box art for the uh, VHS tapes. All right, it's nerdy. Um, and uh, I think that's it for today. Uh, we will see you next time. Next time, uh, I want to say I will get the video better on the next one. Yeah, yeah. I hope. <laughs> I fucking hope. I'm so stupid. <laughs> this the the week that this comes out, we'll just have to do a bunch of uh, little clips of ourselves. Oh, yeah, just what they need. Yeah, I know. Us in real time. <laughs> Remember the last video I took of myself? What, the one with uh... grandma's, grandma's grandma's couch? <laughs> yeah. Just remember, no good? those thoughts fly through my head all the time. <laughs> Horrible stuff. Record them. Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Hail Halford. Hail Halford. We're out of here. <laughs>